Hello. Welcome to Comp. Thanks for joining. It's, uh, I don't know if it's a crazy weekend, but uh, if you follow me on Twitter, you might have seen me posting uh, about me and Lucy. We didn't get uh, attacked or anything, but uh, some guy spit on us. Well, not on us, at us, but like very directly at us. We were walking down the street back to our apartment. We had just dropped off our laundry, and uh, this guy was walking, you know, next to us, sort of in our blind spot. Um, you know, I was just wasn't worried about the guy. Yeah, but someone's in your blind spot. You you, you keep a uh, keep alert. You know, blind somebody might like just stab you with a fucking you know some knife that he you know uses to like make Doritos with. I don't know, makes Doritos. What you know? Who knows? Like, like ice pick. Yeah, I'm not a spy, but you know, someone might want to assassinate me. I'm always cognizant of the uh, notion. So whatever. But then like so we're we're at the uh, stop sign. We're waiting across, and he like leans over to us and like spits on the ground, and then walks across the street. And it was so um, just like full of contempt, but also like a lack of just no respect. Like just like not like he did. Oh, you know you'll respect us. Like first of all, who the fuck? Why should he respect me? But uh, I don't respect me. But uh, it, it was the outward, like the complete, utter like disrespect like, the, the, how little we, we rated to him um, which we found amusing we started laughing I think I started laughing first and then she started laughing and uh, Lucy and the, you know it was like, like it was so over the top it was so aggressive um, so I don't think I was wrong to laugh I mean I'm, it was definitely an aggressive move the guy across the street I he, I heard him saying something like I don't know I was one, and like you know, as we were crossing the street, I realized, yeah, he is talking, and he's going like, uh, what, what, what was it exactly? It was something like, um, you ready? I'm like, well, you, you want, you, you want it? And I'm looking at, it, and he goes like, you, you want, come on, fat boy, you ready? You want to get your ass whooped? And yeah, you know, it was, which is you know, again, aggressive, I guess. And uh, no, I, I, I just immediately. Uh, I said, no, uh, we're cool. Uh, have a good day. Which is, like, not typical of me. I mean, if you know me, I mean, I'm not saying I'm some tough guy. Uh, I'm not some fighter. But, yeah, I don't usually take shit in my adult life anymore uh, from people. Um, I started screaming. But, you know, I know there, there's times and places where you don't necessarily want to just, just act like a madman. Because, look, this guy like, was the most intimidating guy in the world. But he did seem like, you know, he was uh, willing to get into a scrap. And he was bigger than me, uh you know, it seemed like he probably uh, had been in more fights than I have. Um, let's be honest. So you know, would I? I mean, I would look if it came down to it. I would start. Everyone says this, but I mean, I'm, I'm, I think I'm ready to gouge people in the eye and bite them if I have to. Uh, people say that, but you know, I, I think about it a lot. Like you know, and just I could, I, I, like I don't like watching beheading videos, for instance. But you know, I did work in a morgue, so I saw a bunch. No, not a bunch of beheaded people, but yeah, you know, dead prostitutes and. Babies, dead babies, and you know things of that nature. Murder victims. It doesn't mean I could do it. I'm not pretending to be a soldier. Uh, quite the opposite, usually. But uh, you know, I'm just saying, like, could I gouge someone's eye out of my head? Like, that's the thing. Part of the problem is like people throw that around, but like, it's not that easy to get to the position to gouge someone's eye. Whatever. I'm just saying, like, these aren't like it's not like oh we can just oh I'll start biting them. Like, well, while you're biting this person, they're like punching you in the skull, and like you know. It doesn't fighting dirt like the people who say oh fight dirty. 
I get where you're coming from. Believe me, I'm not. I'm not saying you should fight clean. Uh, and if it works for you, you know, all the better. But uh, some like I don't mind it when someone who's like actually, you know, from a tougher neighborhood back in the day, like you know, they, like you hear, look, they can be liars too. There's an old man uh, I was working with. He was telling me a bunch of stuff that might have been lies about how he's from you know, from a. Uh, he like he grew up in Jamaica. And he was. Fighting, you know, he's fighting people, and he's acting like a t- he wasn't trying to act like a tough. But the point is, like, he, he, I, I tended to believe him at first, just because you know, why is this old man gonna you know, be fronting to me? Uh, I'm not, you know, he wasn't. I don't think he was trying to like you know seduce me or anything. Um, if he was, I mean, you know, I was open. I'm not not particularly open to it, but I respected him, so I mean, I wouldn't have just completely uh, dismissed him out of hand. I mean, I should, I guess, I shouldn't mix respect with whatever. I'm a complicated man. Uh, point is. Um, and he said, like, I'll fight dirty. And, uh, you know, by, like, all right, I'm a mad dog. Okay. Like, and it didn't seem stupid coming out of him, but I've seen so many, like, people who, like, you know, obviously aren't in fights and, like, you know, never, like, having them in fights. And they'd say, oh, I'll, I'll fight dirty. I'll fucking go. All right. But, like, you know, reality is, like, there's a good chance of getting knocked out before you even get close enough to bite a person. You know, like, the kind of person who's, like, you know, it, I guess it varies who's attacking you. But, uh, you know, it's often someone more aggressive than you and tougher. I mean, people are weren't tough around. To me, tough is just like someone, first of all, it's taking damage, I guess. Um, but also like a willingness to just do it, a willingness to fight. A will- it's not about like, you know, you get, you get your ass kicked. There's still a toughness to, unless you're just a maniac who just starts bars, fights at bars and gets his ass kicked. But, you know, there's a certain level of like, you know, like that's why like, you know, bikers like always interested me. Just because not they were like, you know, I don't even, like, I'm not a kid, so I don't go comparing, like, fucking gangs to each other, like, who's, who's tough for the mafia or the bikers, because that's stupid Chaz Palminteri movie. If you like Bronx Tale, you know, I probably don't respect you. I mean, I liked it when I first saw it, but I don't know. I, that, that seems mean to say to people who listen to the show. I'll, I'll give it another chance, I guess, if you tell me it's great, but... I'm pretty confident I'm right. I think what's going to happen is you're going to watch. We'll both watch it again. That's the deal. And you'll realize what a stupid, even that scene. That was the only scene that was even like as a kid I liked. Oh, no, you can't leave. And if you haven't seen the movie, you know, it's just stupid Chaz Palminteri and his mafia friends. You know, they close the doors on some bikers. The point is, bikers are mad. Like, they're mad dogs. They're crazy people. Like, they, do, they do stuff for charity, I guess. They help kids uh, learn to read or whatever. They, they drive kids to the hospital on their bike. Um, you know, so like you know, if you have your spinal dysplasia uh, surgery, you know, I think the the bikers will you know just strap you to a bike and just drive you there, which seems dangerous, but yeah, they're pretty good at riding bikes. Anyway, I'm they're diverging in bikers, but I'm, I'm, the whole thing with them is not that anyone's tougher than anyone else, but they just seem more likely just to like do something that would like just land them in jail and and like kind of not care, like just drunk and make crazy, and that's to me like. You know, as an adult in the world, you just kind of, there's that's the, the, how much you have to lose. And most people who say that, like, you know, they have plenty to lose if they're talking to me in a civilized world. Unless they're homeless. You know, point is, like, these people, there's people out there who just don't give a shit. And uh, they'll kill you. They'll stab you. They'll fucking bite you. They'll fuck you in the mouth. Uh, they don't care. But this this didn't register to me this way. Like, this thing, like, this guy... Yeah, it was like it wasn't, he was an objectively sort of intimidating guy, but the whole thing was kind of very unintimidating. Even and I do think he was ready to beat me up if he wanted. If I, you know, start talking shit, 
and like, which I was in the right to probably because like literally we didn't like look, we're not in a car. We didn't cut them off. Uh, there literally was no interaction with them. I don't think I just didn't, didn't, didn't like the cut of my jib or the word cut of my cut of my brow, my chin. He didn't like the fact, you know. I guess this fat guy is just hanging around, he's got his girlfriend. Who does he think he is? And he's right. Who who do I think I, I should be brought down and peg? I'm the first one to tell you that I I am allowed to gallivant around uh, this city and this world, and you know, without you know, people really should just kind of cold cock me occasionally. Uh, it probably put me in my place a little more, but you know they don't. And even this guy, it was just a strange. Yeah, you want a fat boy? Like, no, and like. I don't like what. Well, how would that have looked? Like, cause this is like it's one thing if like you know you bump into someone and then you don't apologize. Like, I'm always very apologetic if I bump in, if I do bump into someone. Um, you know, sometimes there's a situation where you step on someone's shoe, you spill someone's drink, and like you know, even if it's like not totally your fault, you go, oh yeah, I'm sorry. You don't you don't go around just like fucking you know acting like you you don't have to worry. Like, that's the thing. People get annoyed. Because, you know, it's not so much that you did the thing, is that you're acting like you don't give, like, they, they're nothing to worry about. Which, all right, I mean, if, if that's important to you, that's, I get it. I, like, where you're coming from. That being said, like, this was so, like, nothing that was like, I couldn't even, I don't, like, you could argue, like, on paper that, like, oh, I could feel like I got cucked out in front of my girlfriend. It was such a ridiculous, like, the, for me to start, like, you know, to interact with this guy. And I'm not doing this to defend my ego here on the podcast. I'm just, it's just interesting to me because, I've been in situations before where, you know, maybe I would have yelled back, or maybe I wouldn't have, but I would have felt more, you know, oh, I should have done something, I guess. This is just, I mean, maybe I'm getting older, but this is just such an, like, an abstract, strange, uh, like, he wanted, like, his whole thing was engineered, he wanted, he like, he must have spit in the ground hoping that I would say something. I don't know, maybe he just had a bad day and he wanted to, you know, punk a fat guy out. It's fine, I mean, you know, I get it. Um... Lucy was very sweet. She's like, he's he's fat too, but yeah, I, I think it's fair to say I was fatter. So I guess he was in the right. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I I did. I was wearing like a, like a nice button up shirt. I usually wear uh, my cheap hoodies from Hanes that I get on Amazon, and they're tattered. And uh, I don't think I'm, I'm usually intimidating the people, but I feel like maybe because it's like a, a black and white shirt, like checkerboardy kind of pattern, and I feel like it made me look softer. Like, maybe, hey, who is it? Because one thing, if I'm going to wear, like, some fucking dirty, uh, like, you know, hoodie. Like, it's not even a hoodie. It's just, I mean, it is, but it's, like, it's the, it's basically, you know, the material is terrible. It looks cheap as shit. I look like, I used to think I look like a plumber, but I think plumbers, like, do pretty well. So I, I probably just look like some vagrant, uh, I, don't, I don't quite look homeless. Uh, maybe some guy who like lost his job at the post office because like I was stealing stamps, and not like in a way where I was like selling them, but just like yeah, I I, I wanted to get the collector's edition. Like they probably wouldn't let me uh buy the stamp. Like you know, you have to wait for the customers to get a ch- chance to buy these stamps. But I was like, fuck this! I want this stamp of Elvis shitting into his banana sandwich. Uh, they must have made that. They may have so many Elvis stamps. Uh. And I, I would look if you're gonna work at the post office, it's the only you know benefit. Um, you know, I worked at McDonald's. I used to get like you know the Happy Meal toys, which you know, and at one point my closet was full of them. And look, is it uh, something that do I have any of them left? No. Do I miss them? Not really. But it was nice at the time. It's always nice to to have the largesse of uh, you know you, you get perks and 
you know, in this case, uh, that's why I look like a, like a postal worker who didn't get his perk. And uh, I just kind of, you know, now I work at a fucking deli. I don't know. I don't have a, I don't think I have a look. I mean, I have, I have this look of uh, an uncommitted metal kid, maybe. Like, even though I don't, I'm not that into metal, whatever. You all know what I look like. You, you love it. It's great. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was a ridiculous situation. Um, he's a fun guy. But yeah, we were on our way to, we, we, you know, why am I going to fight the guy? We were on our way to go, go to, uh, you know, drop our stuff up at home and then get an Uber to go to, we go to Target to get new bed sheets and uh, a vacuum. Because uh, that's what I'm, yeah, I'm doing. I'm, I'm living, I'm cohabitating with uh, my girlfriend Lucy. Uh, you all know her from our love, our love is Disgusting, our wonderful podcast. And yeah, we, we needed to get some new sheets and uh, a vacuum. And also... I you know just it's the one in you know the Flatbush or whatever the, the guitar center is right there, and I wanted this, we're getting to this I wanted to take a look at some guitars because here's the deal I've talked about before, uh, previous weeks how I've gotten back into making electronic music, um, you know like the opening song which is nothing impressive on this show but yeah I made that years ago uh, I enjoy it I'm getting better it's just something I like to do. I am not sitting here like you know acting like I'm gonna be some fuck. I'm gonna go beat the, is it a beta or a beza? I don't know. But they're not gonna let me there and to play like you know I'm not Medici or um, Avicii. He's dead anyway. Right? Did Avicii die? Whatever. I'm not gonna be one of these house DJs. Is my point. I'm not the guy, you know, like popping fucking Molly and then like some you know girl who's like woman who's you know playing with like fluorescent paint like that paint that glows in the dark. She's like, hey, can I blow you because you're the DJ? And I'd be like, I mean, I get rock stars getting blown, but DJs, I don't, I mean, it's not, it's a skill. Look, everything's a skill. I mean, there's a lot of skills in life. The guy who puts together just, you know, the stage lights is skilled also. Um, I guess some, you know, people just like, men and women just want to fuck people who are uh, on a stage. It's an allure, I guess. I mean, that's why, people say it's why, uh, you hear these stories. I got into music for the girls, and I, it never even seemed like a real thing to me. Um, I used to play play music as a kid. I used to play guitar, but I guess some guys, you know, good, if you're a good looking guy and you you know were in shitty bands, you probably did clean up uh, relative to the town you were in. Or, or did okay. I mean, I, don't know, I I always saw kids. I was a kid who had a fail band, like a we had like a punk band that only did, like practiced once and didn't have any shows. I think it was called the American Scheme. Um, and we sang about nuclear, uh, like toxic waste or whatever. And I was playing guitar and singing, and had, like involuntarily had a British accent. Uh, Leak some chemicals into the water. We got with two heads and three new daughters. Nuclear power, cleanest energy. Only while it's on government property. Radiation. And it was terrible. Uh, but also, like it was like ninety eight, probably ninety seven. Like I don't know. Chernobyl hadn't just happened. I don't know why it was like wor- that. Literally, n- had never occurred to me in my life to be worried about nuclear energy. Like I knew it was a possible, like it was out there. But I don't think I, I, the particular age bracket I'm in, I came of age at the time where it just wasn't a worry. I mean, like I, maybe I should have been. Like I, I, I didn't remember Three Mile Island when it happened. So like I don't know. Just pretentious. You know, I'm gonna make a punk rock song about nuclear energy. Like, um. Yeah, that, no, I, I I wasn't rancid. I wasn't uh, I wasn't uh, what's another one? Jimmy Eat World. That, that wasn't in the cards for me. Um, no, but I, 
I've been making electronic music, and I've been thinking about incorporating uh, some guitar into it. And uh, my previous guitar, I lost in that storage unit where all my stuff. Um, so you know, I I don't want to spend a lot of money. It's not like I, I'm not looking to make like fucking you know metal band. I'm just want to fucking well a few fucking notes. And, you know, so I'm talking to people I know, and everyone's like everyone's got these fucking. I hate people who can't just give you like someone who knows what they like you know has a, a skill right like you're a guitarist you're a photographer you're a plumber like when you ask them hey like what's a good thing about hey it all depends on what you're trying to do yeah of course it does of course why don't you like i'll tell you what i'm trying to do tell me what to buy like i i worked at a camera store for years i was a good salesman i and i i made you know a lot of sales i could have made more sales or sales that benefited me more but I actually had a, I don't know, a bragger. I, mean, I had ethics about it. You know, I, 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 I didn't mind selling someone extra stuff that they actually could use. You know, you get in the camera, you buy the filter, this and that, you know, all that shit. And, you know, you, closing the deal is, you know, people want to buy, but they're kind of, just like I was today, just kind of, you know, uh, uncertain about what to do and they don't want to make the right move. So, you know, you fucking, you, you take them by the hand, you show them all the fucking different things, but then you also, you know, give them good options. But you also, you, you don't try and sell someone something that is totally out of their price range. They're obviously not going to buy. And this is what gets me, we'll, we'll get to this in a second. But like these people, so, like, no one's giving me, my friend's not giving me advice. It's all just, oh, maybe get a used deal. I don't want to buy used things, all right? I can't, I, I, I don't have a problem with used things, but the patience involved. I want to just be able to click a button on Amazon, go to the store, say, give me this. I don't, I don't like the hunt for objects, like for, to buy shit. I don't want to, you know, I, I don't collect things. Or I'm not like collecting Hummels. My mom has precious moments that I'm trying to get her to give me. If you don't remember precious moments, they were religious themed porcelain statues that I don't think she uses anymore, but she has tons of, you know, like these little like cherubic little p- figurines, but they'll be like St. Michael, the Archangel, and you're having the devil. And they're adorable. I think, I feel like I could decorate my apartment with them. Um, I'm trying to close that deal to get her to give, you know, but I'm not going to go out and find my own precious moments or my own like weird Fabergé eggs. I mean, I would like to have one Fabergé egg. Um, I feel like it would be a nice, like it, once I have like an actual apartment, we're like you know we're, we're, we have a, like a room right now we share. Well, you know with uh, other roommates, but once I have like a nice like a part like a two bedroom we get you know at some point, and then you know we share we have, we set it up with our own shit. I'd like to have a fabric. I don't know how expensive they are. I mean, if they're if they're a few grand, I might still do it. If they're thirty grand, probably not. But I would love to have some people from work um, or just. You know, um, people we meet at the club that we don't go to the club, but you know, I would if this is the case, I would meet people at the club, um, so I could have them over for a nice dinner, maybe cook them a steak, um, maybe get some bagels and locks, and and you know, which seems like a you know, weird thing for dinner, but you know, if you like a bagel with cream cheese and locks and onions, best sandwich ever, and you know, tomato, they would fucking and it, it would be a thing where like, you know, I'd be opening these people's eyes to this, and I would love to like over over dessert. You know, uh, just lean back in my chair and say, "Hey, have I shown you my Fabergé egg?" Because it would be just such a fucking great uh, conversation piece. I don't even know what a Fabergé is egg is. Honestly, it's is it porcelain? Is it glass? I don't know. But you don't think I should have one? I'd love to just pull it out and like, like, and I would keep it in like a fucking like a honeycombs box. But like, it's a Fabergé egg, so you just can't. 
you can say why do you keep it there, and you know, you can question it, but like, it's it, 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 it bestows a me- like an immediate sense of like not wealth, but just like precarious taste. Um, so I don't know if anyone out there knows anything about Faberge eggs where I can get one. I'd like to. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't want to buy used stuff. I don't like used shit. Uh, I'm, I, I get it. Vintage guitars are great. I, if I could find a good deal, I would take it. Um, but I just don't have patience. Just tell me what to buy. And so, whatever. My brother eventually gave me you know, some tips. Told me to go look at the Jazzmaster. Uh, whatever. It's, it, I'll spend a little bit more money. Like I was going to spend 200 I'll spend a couple hundred more. If like I know it's like a better thing. But I'm like, you know, you talk to these guitarists for half the time. I'm sure there's so many out there are guitarists. You know, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're, you're, maybe you're being. It's just every like oh the tone, the, the chasing the tone, and it's just like why don't you just play the goddamn song? Just play, you know, Taylor Swift, play Hanson. Like, I, I, I mean, I don't. Know, I, I get having a nice tone. I get having a fucking Jimi Hendrix wah wah pedal, and you're fucking everyone, and you're and you're and you're playing, you know, uh, all along the Watchtower, and you're you know this is great, and then like you know and women are blowing you behind you know the stage when you perform. But like you know, just they'll still blow you if you fucking throw it through a you know a damp. You don't need a, a goddamn. How many goddamn pedals do you need? I just want to fucking play a few goddamn notes on my fucking weird techno song. We go boom, 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 and it's a guitar, and I go in there to buy like look at the guitar interfaces. You know to plug the thing in, and this guy comes up to me and he's like, "Hey, can I help you?" And I'm like, "Hey, I'm looking at these interface things." And I, I told him, like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm just kind of doing, like, some synth stuff. I'm not, like, you know, going crazy with guitar shit. So I'm looking at, like, this, this $100, $150 ones. Or, and he starts to, like, immediately talk about this $700 one that he has. First of all, I don't give a shit what you have. Like, I don't, that's not, like, what, are you a child? Like, I worked at, like, I worked at the, camera, the camera store. You know, I didn't, I, I have this lens. Like, is that your sales pitch? I own this. Like, you fucking imbecile. Like, that is not... You need to be objective with these people. Because, look, you're working at a camera store. These are doctors and lawyers. Like, they're people who have money and, like, you know, they, ju- they want to buy something nice. They don't respect you. They don't, like, respect me on the level of, like, oh, well, he's got his shit together. He's working in a camera store. Like, no. Like, it's, it's not a great – it's a fine job, especially if you're into photography. But in the same way, like, if you work at Sam Ash or, Sam Ash or Guitar Center – I got nothing against you, you know, but like, don't don't start getting this whole smuggle. I use this. Oh, do you? When you gig at the strip club, do you use it all? Use a fucking a, a Fabergé pick, you know? When you fucking play that private pri- bar mitzvah party, like, I don't give a shit. And also, it's eight hundred dollars. Why? Why are you tell me about this? And like, yeah, yeah, I'm trying to save more in like the you know price range. Like, you know, this this one here, one hundred fifty. Well, this one here is like five hundred. Like. And yeah, I get it. There's tone involved, and is is, but like, I've made it clear like multiple times. Yeah, I'm looking for this. Like, close the fucking. I might have bought it today. Close the fucking sale. These fucking humps. You know, and he remembered my name. That's the weird thing. Like after I left, he asked my name, and he's like, "I'm James." I don't even know if it's James. Like, I am Ray. Nice to meet you. And then like after I was in the store for a while and not talked to him, like I was going outside to meet up with Lucy. And he was out there smoking a cigarette. He's like, goodbye, Ray. And I'm like, why? Of all, like, you're not a good, like, why you remember my, like, that's what you did? You remembered my name? That was your trick to get me to buy something? You need to convey 
an objective sense of knowledge, these people, all right? You need to fucking... That's the first step. I need to, like, you know, when you talk, I can't just be like, well, that's what I, you should buy the thing I like. You should buy it, you should, or you should, you should care as much as I do. Like, you sell the $150 unit, you know? Like, I mean, I asked him, is it like, you know, is the latency a problem with this? And latency is like, you know, and, he's, and he kind of says no. So it's just a tone. And like, I, I, I don't need, like, I, I mean, I get he wants to upsell it because he's more commission, but like, you got nothing. You got to know what you have. When it's in front of you, right? That's what sales. You gotta fucking, you know, you, you try to make you got you try to sell everyone a Ferrari. You know, they're gonna come to your mother's house and just beat her to death because you know people don't want to be sold Ferraris. You know, my my mother would have gotten a fucking mouthful of teeth if I tried to sell someone, you know, a Leica camera when she when I didn't deserve it. That you know, Leicas and fucking what's the other ones? Contacts. You know, expensive cameras, you know, esoteric. You, know, you sell people Nikons and Canons, like in Minolta's maybe back in the day. You don't fucking, like, I don't need your stupid $800. I just want to fucking play the three chords I know for like two weeks and then just stop doing this. I don't want to spend $1,000. But, uh, yeah, so uh, it's just, I, I, I didn't buy a guitar. I think what happened was like, you know, I, I had an old guitar at my parents' house. I, I texted my dad and it was like, you know, it's there. Like, it's, a, it's a shitty guitar. I mean, it's not shitty, but it's just, it's, I just can't, I went in there because like, look, I want, I wanted to, you know, play some guitar, but like, I'm walking around this fucking guitar center and like, everyone's just happy to be there and they're fucking playing with the gear. I feel nothing. And I like music. I, I'm, I'm doing it on the computer for a reason. It's great. I spend hours doing it. But the gear, I'm, I'm over this gear shit. I'm over just, like, everyone's got to get a hobby where they buy different things. They buy fucking, you know, all right, like you, you find a new one. Oh, what, what pedal do I need? What fucking pick? And what fucking string? It gets tiring. I just want to fucking make something that sounds bad, but I like, I mean, I, I, used, to, I used to want guitars, but I, I walk, I'm, I'm picking them up. They'll tell me, like, oh, what feels good to you? It's like, they all feel the same. The ones that are, like, expensive just feel, I mean, I've played a nice guitar before a couple of times, like a vintage one. It sounds better, sure, when you plug it in, but, like, you know, I'm terrible at guitar. Why would I need to fucking spend $1,500 to get, like, you know, like, you, you don't think fucking, you know, who, who's fucking Eddie Van Halen? If he fucking came over to my house and played took my guitar, you don't think it would sound really good? I mean, he'd be vomiting probably Percocets, and he would be fucking punching me uh, and asking me where my mother sleeps, and you know, he'd probably you know I don't know have his dick out. But like the guitar would sound great. I mean, is Eddie? I don't want to make it sound like Eddie's a, a maniac drunk. I think he used to have an alcohol problem, but you know that was the eighties, I guess. But uh. Yeah, I just feel like if he was at my house, he'd be kind of like things are not going great. Like he, he he was brought there under false pretenses. Um, maybe someone he knows was kidnapped. Uh, not by me, but you know, I'm just saying. Why would Eddie Van Halen be there? But he, the guitar, he he would sound great. But he'd be like poking me with a, like a butter knife in the back of the head, uh, telling me to if I don't fucking find his roadie, uh, roadie's daughter. I don't know. He's gonna fucking. Is that even hell still alive? I don't even know. I'm rambling today. What do we got? News-wise, let's look at the news. Um, oh, no, but before we finish, because, yeah, Guitar Center, not fruitful. Um, I maybe realize I don't really want a guitar, but 
we'll see. I mean, maybe in a year you'll hear I'll be on this podcast. And I'll be fucking playing, you know, Pantera riffs for you know the tribute to Dimebag Daryl, the guy who got shot. I mean, you know, sky's the limit, I guess. But for now, uh, it's just you know, it's in, it's in stasis. But we did go by sheets, and I think I impressed Lucy because I knew, I'm the one who knew what thread count was, and we wore nice 700 thread count sheets. They were on sale. Uh, I'm used to using like 300 count because you gotta get them cheap on Amazon. Um, but yeah, um, so I don't know if that's if it's sexually impressive to a woman, but I think you know I'm, I'm a sophisticated man in some pockets. You know, like I, I know things. I, you know, I know what a Faberge egg is. I know how to fucking you know buy sheets. Um, so I'm just saying, like you know, I'm a I, I have pockets of culture. Um. Trump is in Britain today or this weekend. He went to go see it's a a state uh, dinner or whatever state meeting, I guess. uh, That's the official thing. I mean, I guess he's there to see the the wonderful new baby, the interracial, beautiful, mixed race baby, Um, which Trump is like, you know, I I don't think he's I think he's got to pay his respects because, you know, he knows Harry is a dangerous man. you know, he's the one, Harry, like he's the one, Prince Harry getting back in the planes and, and coming over to America and like, quote unquote, accidentally dropping bombs on hospitals or whatever. I mean, I'm Trump is a, a madman and he's uh, aggressive and he and he talks a lot of shit. But you know, I, I don't, th- I don't think he wants to cross Harry. I don't think he wants hospitals to get you know, blah, blah. Who knows what that guy's gonna do? I mean, that guy, you know, he, he doesn't have to worry about becoming king. So uh, he's just got nothing. Hold. He's like Uday Hussein. I mean, that's the thing. When, when Saddam's your dad. You know he ain't giving up power, so uh, you know if you're not familiar with Uday and Hus and Hussein is in, uh, excuse me Us- Uday and Kuse Hussein, um, you probably are. But if you're not, they were Saddam Hussein's sons, and they would just you know go to a wedding and like take the bride, kidnap her, rape her, kill everyone in the wedding. Like they were just like it was like cartoonishly evil. I mean Saddam was a bad guy too, but like you know it always gets worse with the kids. Um, which is why yeah I'm sure Prince Charles. Uh, as you know, had some prostitutes, you know, taken care of. Probably, I mean, I I don't know that for a fact. I would assume that a man in his position would, but you know, who am I to say what the prince does? But uh, he, but you know, he's not even the king. Is he ever going to be the king? Who cares? But the point is, Harry's definitely unless Edward, you know, turns out to be is it Edward. Yeah, Edward. Right? Unless he turns out to be a Nazi. That's happened before. You you've known the story. There's a fucking I mean, they say it was Grace Kelly, right? That you know he wanted to marry Grace Kelly, that one king, so he abdicated, and then the stuttering guy took over. But I'm pretty sure like, someone in there were like had, had like ties to Hitler. That's why he resigned. People tell me no. I might, maybe I watched the wrong documentary, but I'm pretty sure that the Britain you know had some guy king had to abdicate because he was too close to Hitler, um, which might happen with you know Harry's brother. Um, I'm not saying uh, he's you know sympathetic to Hitler per se, but you know maybe he's a De Beers, Cecil Rhodes, you know maybe he's uh wants to get the colonies back and you know and running and, and mining. I mean, you know, I'm just saying I wouldn't be surprised. Harry, I don't think he's that, that kind of guy. He's a mad dog, but he's not a, a white nationalist. He's does he's not a Brexit guy. You know, he's he appreciates. The impunity that his royal status gives him and his ability to just hurt people whenever he wants to, if he decides to. Um, so he's not going to, like, you know, try and challenge the status quo. But, you know, Edward, point is Trump's over there 
Um, he's talking shit about the mayor of London, which I, is the mayor of London the head of the city of London. I don't think it is because the city of London is some weird fucking thing. Because like there's, there's London, right? Like the actual area of London. I, I guess it's kind of like you know, when, old like city hall area of New York or like old old Boston. Is there a thing called old Boston? I think it must be where like the old shit is. Because like you know. Um, the city of London is like this small pocket in the middle of London, which I, I guess London started or whatever. But it's where all like the the financial, uh, they say at least the financial, you know, not hedge funds, but you know, powers exist. You know, I'm thinking, realizing now this might have been uh, something I watched in one of those more spurious documentaries. I think there's probably some truth to it. You know, look, look whoever uh, is the Bank of England in the city of London, I think it's an exclusive place, is my point. It's not like, you know, Piccadilly Circus. It's the fucking, you know, the Rothschilds maybe were there. And the fucking, uh, you know, who were the other British people who were... Cromwell. Cromwell was there. I don't know. Point is, you know, and and Trump is calling this guy, just slagging him off, calling him a buffoon or a slob. I don't know. I mean... It's it's, it's complicated. Because, you know, party is like... You don't want any president taking shit from British people. And yes, Trump courts it, right? Trump courts a lot of criticism, valid criticism. But, you know, at the end of the day, impeach him or don't. But, like, if some guy is going to talk shit, like the mayor of London is going to talk shit about the president of the United States, it's like, yeah, I don't blame Trump for just saying, who, who the fuck are you? What, you, you, you fucking, you know, you design the fucking, you know, uniforms for those idiot uh, guards who fucking, you know, attack people who try to fucking uh, talk the truth about Harry and, what he, and his war crimes. Um, you know, that's not impressive to me. I mean, what's the city of, what's the mayor of, is this a mayor? No one cares about mayors. Mayors aren't great. I mean, Giuliani was like, you know, not great mayor. Uh, he seemed to be effective. Um, in, in, you know, you could argue in a police state slash, uh, you know, racist way. But, you know, he didn't seem to clean up crime. People argue that he didn't, and then, like, you know, it's fucking all just demographic swings. I don't know about that. But, you know, whatever. Point is, he was a respected mayor. I mean, that maybe not the end of his term so much, but then 9-11 happened, and he had all his cash. Now look at him. He's a fucking buffoon. I mean, I can't think of one mayor. Rahm Emanuel. Uh, isn't he crooked? Like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, who is a good mayor? Fiorello LaGuardia from back in the fucking 30s, he's probably a good mayor. Like Nelson Rockefeller. Rockefeller, sorry. I mean, that's a weird... There's never been a Rockefeller president, but they ran for mayor. When like, and they basically ran the country at one point. Why didn't they just, like, get... The, I, I think they realized, like, why are we putting our name on this shit? Like, they fucking started the Federal Reserve with the you know Morgans and stuff. And, like, they, they controlled a lot of shit. I don't, I don't know what the fuck... I think that was probably... Him being mayor or was he governor uh, was probably even just like they probably someone probably pissed him off, you know the, the normal course of operations where like they you know they tried to take some farmer's land and then like the daughter got upset so she like you know I don't know fucking sent some dead cow and you know point is in the, the day you know and then the mayor some some politician got like wind of it and tried to fucking rein them in so they had to like run the guy for governor. I don't it's whatever that's not typically their game but uh probably the, but that's like that's a prestigious mayor i guess there's no so like trump going after this guy for being a fucking 
Yeah, I mean, it's par for the course. I mean, you know, what do you want to do? The funnier thing, uh, well, funny is the right word, um, is that North Korea, which, um, you know, look, again, you blame Trump for trying to do it with North Korea. I guess people in the State Department were telling them, well, this won't work. But, you know, it was, just, it was one of those things where it was just so crazy, maybe it would. But, you know, I don't work for the State Department. I'm not trying to fucking, you know, like get contracts for Nike to, you know, so basketballs together with for kid with kids labor child labor you know i'm i'm pretty sure it's what the state department does i don't you know, people act like oh they're just diplomats and they're diplomats but like people have this idea of diplomats like oh they're making peace but like there's really no war going on and half the time the diplomats are the one saying hey so the army's gonna come in a day or two so uh peace i'm out like they're not like really stop it like they're the ones who tell you like here's the conditions um you better do this Basically, diplomat, like besides that, besides being the kind of civilized, for lack of a better term, mouthpiece of the military state, which is what they are. I mean, they basically, yeah, you, you do your, they do your, it's kind of like due diligence, right? Like before war, well, we sent the, we sent Hans Blix there, and he fucking, you know, couldn't, he didn't find weapons, so we're never gonna go to war. Like it doesn't make any sense, but you send, it's something you do so you don't look like you're just bombing people randomly. That's, that's part of it, but a lot of it is just like economic. And I'm not pretending to be an expert on exactly what their day to day jobs are, but I'm pretty sure they're just like, you know, getting mining rights or uh, you know work, trade agreements, and they're fucking. Like, these aren't like fucking. Like, we, we act like they're going around like stopping wars, and like no, I mean they're just fucking. They're making deals. They're fucking exploiting economies. So like, uh. I don't know if they're like, you know, the fact that they told Trump not to do the North Korea deal, you know, they, they probably know, have more experience than me, but, you know, they're, they seem shady to me in general. That being, and I'm, look, I'm not an apologist for Trump, but uh, it did seem to go sour this weekend because uh, apparently all the leaders of the summit, all the guys who organized it, were shot to death in an airport in uh, North Korea. Um some of them might be imprisoned in, you know, North Korean prisons, but, uh, which is the bad look. Like, you know, because I'm pretty sure it means the guy, at the very least, the guy who was putting, like, the, the American and North Korean flags on the buffet table next to the fucking, you know, cheese fries that, you know, they were serving. Um, and he might have also been one of the guys negotiating. You know, I'm, I'm pretty sure he, he might have been. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I don't know what, what North Korea is trying to gain here. I really don't. I mean, I'm. <sighs> I mean, look, is this some kind of thing like Game of Thrones where they think they're going to, like, little finger? Cause, you know, it's spoiler alert. It ain't going to work. Uh, even that shit shit show. But, uh, you know, they think they can kind of play, pe- play people off each other to just, uh, you know, and, like, you know, have everyone kill each other. And then they're just sitting there going, like, look, we got these fucking... What do they even have there? Like, I mean, I, what do they even make? I should probably learn more about North Korea. Is there anything to learn? Can you... Does anyone know anything? So I don't know. I mean, do we blame Trump? People are blaming Trump for this. I mean, look, he's, you should get some of the flack, I guess, when you fucking, you, you pull a cowboy move. If it works, great. But, you know, if, if, if you're fucking, if you try to jump on a horse without using the stirrups and it works, you look like a fucking, you know, a great cowboy. And if your fucking dick lands on the ass of the horse and, you, and it hurts and you, and, you, and you fall backwards, you know, I mean, yeah, you deserve a little ridicule. I mean, you took a risk and it failed. And, like, you know, it doesn't mean, you know, you shouldn't take risks, but, you know, you're going to get a little beat up for it. Um, maybe Trump had him or- order to do it. I don't know. I mean, a lot of madmen running this shit. Um, 
We'll move on. I don't know. Let's look at the. I had a list of things on my goddamn phone. Let's see what we got. Uh oh, Mueller. You know, people are mad that he came out there. What did you think he was going to say? He came out basically and said, "Hey, look, I wrote this fucking four hundred page thing. What do you want?" Like you know, uh, he he kind of hinted it. Like I guess that you look. He, people who he hinted we should impeach him. He did. I think I'm pretty sure he said like, "Hey." If you don't like this, you can impeach. Like, you can do this. It's an option. Why don't you go do that? And, like, you know, I'm not saying we should or we shouldn't. But, like, I don't know what people thought Mueller was going to do. Like, this is a guy who was, like, an FBI, like, had the FBI. He wasn't a, it's not some rogue fucking maniac uh, who they, like, so some, like, dirty cop they got to, like, investigate. This is a guy who, like, was the head of the FBI, which is not exactly the least corrupt institution the world's ever known, all right? And I'm not saying he's corrupt. I'm saying, like, this is, uh, what did you, what did you think, like, the, the, like they're, they're known for, like, uh, railroading people and uh, invading privacy and, you know, like, maybe, you know, being complicit in terrorism at the very least, you know, inadvertently causing a lot of it. Um so I don't know. Well, you thought this guy was gonna be some hero who like saved the day and like saved us from this, you know, despot. I mean, the if there ever comes a time uh, to, sa- to save us from a despot, uh, I'm not saying it's not this, but you know, if, if there's at a time, you know, the FBI is gonna be defending him, probably more more likely than not. You know, let's not. I don't know what you think these people. Do. These people, you know, they had the nine eleven hijackers. Like they had people living with them in the year before nine eleven. Like yeah, oh, we we fucked up. Oh, okay, like yeah, all right, we're gonna pretend like people fuck these these people who were pretty well trained and they're pretty smart. Uh, it, oh, this fucking Boston bombing suspect. Not even the two kids. A random guy. He, you know, we were interviewing him at his house and he got a hold of my gun, so we had to shoot him. I was like, how, how does the guy get a hold of your gun while you're interview- like? I mean, it's. What's, what's, and what's telling about that is like it's pretty much not believable to me um to a lot of people and the, and they know that so the fact that, that that's the that's the answer they give it just shows you how little they you know they want you to know how little they give a fuck about you how much you rate them and what they're doing so you thought he was gonna be a hero i mean i think he's it's very, look to give him the benefit of the doubt it seemed like he did a pretty solid job um if he thought he was overreaching you know, perhaps he was. I think a lot of these times, you got, you know, try to get these fucking slobs um, in the lie. People go, oh, you, they don't want to get him on obstruction. They want to get him on fucking the actual crime. But it's like, you know, when when you destroy all the evidence and, like, you know, lie and perjure yourself, you know, you can't. So you get him on obstruction. It's just, it's, it's fair game. Um, but, you know, I, I, he, he seems to be the only one. I'm not saying he's, I don't believe anyone's noble. I think I'm single about everyone. But on, on the service, he seems like the only one doing the right thing. Like, he's, he's an object. He took his time. He didn't overly politicize it. I mean, if you think he did, I don't know. Look, it's very, look Trump was doing enough. Cre- read the report. I, I didn't read the full thing yet. I should read it soon. I could do an audiobook. Um, but, you know, I, I think it's pretty clear Trump was at the very least doing a lot of crazy, weird shit. And so, of course, they're going to investigate him. It's like, it. There doesn't seem to be overreach to me, but whatever. But, you know, what did you think he was going to fucking... He's going to come out there and be like, look, I didn't put in a report, but, um, you know, I saw I, I saw a video once of President Trump shoving meat into his asshole, um, various raw meat and cooked meat, um, and also he fucked his daughter. Like, you know, what, 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 there's nothing... It, it, there's no heroes. 
We don't have like he's like and if there was one, it wouldn't be Robert Trucking Mueller. He's like a law like a, a procedural accountant lawyer. Like he he's not the guy who fuck. He did a good job, a solid job at least. But you know what do you want to do? Fucking be Joan of Arc? You want fucking Mueller to fucking you know get grab literally grab a spear and like you know throw it through the the Capitol Rotunda? I want to testify, we will testify. Why do you even test? He's like, my report should speak for itself. Like, yeah, you have a 450-page report. It's pretty comprehensive. I mean, like, you know, I don't, I don't know why you would... They want the theatrics. I mean, I get it. Both sides want that for their thing. They, they want Kavanaugh. They wanted to yell at a woman for uh, getting raped. And uh, in this case, they uh, want to yell at... Uh, I guess what? They want Mueller. They want the optics of Mueller being like, well, they're for... I mean, it's not even gonna be good optics. That's the thing. No one's even. They want to testify. You think it's gonna be some bombshell thing? It's all gonna be very, it's like, very procedural and fucking dry and like, you know, interesting. If you're, you know, but like, you know, it's not gonna. You, this is not the thing that's gonna get you elected. You know, Robert Mueller talk. You need someone like E. Howard Hunt, some maniac, some Gordon Liddy. That's what you need. You need fucking uh, get Roger Stone on the stand and let him try and make the case for Trump. Just sounds like a maniac. Anyway, I'm I'm running for president in 2020, so don't forget that. Uh, I was hit up. We'll wrap this up soon. I have to go to work. I'm literally at 8:40. Um, gotta hop in an Uber after this. Um, if you message me on social media or uh, you know, with a comp podcast at gmail.com and don't respond right away, you know, I apologize in advance. And because uh, people hit me up sometimes, I mean to respond more. Um. One guy hit me up, you know, about Michael. I was talking about Michael Clayton, and he said something like, oh, yeah, another guy likes Michael Clayton, yeah. And I meant to respond. They didn't, and then the message was gone. It went away. Uh, so if you're listening to that guy, you know, kudos. Yeah, we're Michael Clayton buddies. And um, I meant to, you know, feel free to contact me is my point. You know, don't be spurned. I'm just, uh, I'm not busy in, the, in a way that, like, successful people are busy, but I'm just, like, a scatterbrained I'm always, you know, moving. You know, I'm always late to the late to the party, so I'm always scrambling. Um, but uh, the good friend of the show, Ryan LaRock, hit me up on, uh, you know, Gmail and, and asking for elaboration on the synthesizer that I built when I was a kid. Uh, he was also apparently he's building his own kit. Uh, he's doing his own. He's making some kind of low frequency oscillator. I think good for him. Um, and just you know. Your whatever you're building, you showed me a picture. It seems much more uh, you know, put together. My thing I got from the back of a Radio Shack um, book. It was like a like it looked like a workbook you would get in school, like a soft cover book uh, about how to get into electronics. And we give you these diagrams of stuff to build, like build a fan or build a pacemaker for your dad. Um, and I had this kit which was separate, but like it was like a I mean it was like weird three hundred and one electronics, you know, kits that you, you fucking build a fucking little shitty motor or you build a fucking, uh, you know, you hook up a light to the diode or whatever, and it's like, oh, yeah, look, you can make a light go. Like, it's like, you know, if that gets you into electricity as a kid, good, it's a good, it's a good trade. But um, in the back of it, they had a voltage-controlled oscillator and a low-pass filter, which I, at the time I didn't even know if they were synthesizer things. I mean, I knew those were synthesizer terms, but I didn't know if there was, like, other applications because, like, there was nothing to describe, like, what... I, mean, I guess, at like, the end of the day, though, like, you know, you could put a voltage-controlled oscillator in a lot of things. You know, fucking one of those stupid Tiger video games back in the 80s probably had a VCO. 
And the thing goes beep, 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 beep sounds, and the penguins just moving around, like a stupid die over the penguin. Those games were terrible. But, uh, but yeah, no, so I basically, on this breadboard, I put together, um, i trying to remember the details. I mean, you got to bore you people. There was a 555 timing circuit involved. It was an integrated circuit. And, uh, and so I made that, and I made this filter, and then I hooked, I had built this little box with the, um, just switches. Like I, I think maybe I got a panel of switches and then like hooked up different resistors to each one to, you know, to get some different tones out of it. Um, didn't sound good. It wasn't something I used for music. Um, but yeah, look, I'm proud of it. I'm happy I did it, whatever. Um, you know, it wasn't, I didn't build some kind of crazy, you know, it's just not something you would have fucking seen in, in a Van Halen video, for instance, when, you know, when Hagar and fucking Van Halen are fucking, they got some girl who like, they don't know how old she is. And it's like, yeah, you know, let's play some synthesizer. And like, do you have a passport? Because they want to fuck her, but you know, they don't want to. Yeah, they don't know if she's underage or not. Which you know, only because like the roadies are there. Like normally, it's just like if it's at night, you know, whatever. I mean, I sh- I can't say for sure. I'm just assuming. Um, but yeah, those are, I build this you know shitty thing. Did I talk about how like my you know? Uh, I think I did. I don't want to bring it up again. My dad kind of. Um, didn't break. It's not his fault. I could have shown the ambition to fucking, uh, you know, rebuild it myself and learn how to solder, but I didn't because I'm a big slob. Um, but no, this, I don't want people out there thinking I'm, I'm building Moog synthesizers and fucking, you know, and, and, you know, and also building model trains. No, I, it was a shitty thing. It, it was cool for, you know, I was like eighth grade or whatever, ninth grade. But, um, you know, I'm crafty, I guess. I don't know. But maybe I'll build my own Fabergé egg. For instance, that's something I could do. So uh, we'll wrap this up. I have to go to work. Um, there was a little rambly, you know, but I think we got some fun stuff. Um, Diane Cage, Britt Poundtown, Michael Ricardo, Richard Hostetter, Jason Duberville, Gary Barbera, Ryan LaRoque, Kevin Keith Veronese, and Eric Frankel. Thank you so much for you know supporting on Patreon. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can. Um, well, money will probably go towards new microphones. I know I said that last week. It's in the works. Um, basically, someone hit me up asking me, you know, I'll let me know the microphone and where to ship it to, and I'll, uh, you know, pay for it, which is generous. I almost didn't take them up. I'm like, right, maybe this guy's rich or whatever. So, like, I put it on an Amazon wish list, and uh, I don't. I, I mean, look, there's you, no obligation to do it. It's fine. Uh, I haven't heard back. Um, I I feel weird, like, even taking it up on it. Now you just go, you know, whatever. But point is, so I have his wish list, and now I realize, hey, I don't know, maybe some of you people, are, if any of you are rich and you want to buy something off my Amazon wish list for me, you know, I'll put it out there. You know, uh, you can you, if you if your fucking dad owns some company that, like, poisons, like, you know, wells in, you know, the third world, um, yeah, spread the wealth if that's the case. I mean, I don't want to take your hard-earned money, but if your dad has money and you want to take it from him, I mean, I can't tell you to steal his money. But if he's giving you money to go have lobster dinners with your grandma, yeah, you know, maybe get me a fucking new camera. Excuse me. Uh, that's how I sneeze, by the way. It's uh, it's the way my dad used to sneeze. I always thought he was just doing it on purpose and kind of, it was annoying. In adulthood, I've taken it over. I don't know why I sneeze that way. Um, it's off-putting, but whatever. What am I going to do? Um, so, yeah. So, 
if you want to buy me some expensive things, you know, feel free. We'll get the Amazon wish list there. But only if you're rich. I don't. I don't want. You know, I don't want you fucking taking out a second mortgage to buy me shit I don't need. Um. But yeah, let's take your dad's money. Um. Also, Julian Assange. Um. We'll we'll, we'll give some of that to him too. You know, I'll. Depending on what you get me, maybe I'll share it with Julian Assange, who's in jail. You know, when he gets out. Um, I'm sorry, Julian, that I haven't gotten you a lawyer. Um, I think it was kind of silly of you to believe me when I said that. I I, met, I said it in a way where it was like, you know, it was awkward uh, when I made the promise to, get, you know, you, you were kind of whining. And I just said, you know, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll help you out. And then, like, you know. You have three different countries, you know, trying to get you. You think I can, the lawyer I can afford is going to help you anyway? You need a good lawyer. So we're still friends, Julian Assange, and I'm, thank you for donating to my Patreon. But, um, yeah, I, 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 he, he, keep emailing, he keeps emailing me. He's fucking asking me, like, you know, where's this lawyer? Can you send some money? And it's like, no, I, you know, this is not a fucking potluck. You don't, you don't donate to my Patreon and I have to fucking start forking over lawyer money? Crazy. I mean... It, support Julian Assange on your own terms. Like I, I can't, I can't be a savior. What are we do? So thanks uh, for listening to the show. Um, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Ray Kump, and uh, check out our Love Is Disgusting with me and Lucy Steiner for the phenomenal show. Uh, this week we talked about what are we talking about? Is, um, crazy stuff. We have a. Uh, her spider veins and, my, and I have this open sore in my leg but she's all self-conscious about her spider veins but I have this, like I'm just literally like my skin is just falling off my leg I don't even care um we talk about Lord of the Flies it was a fun episode I think, it's called, I think this week's called, episode was called uh Piggy Dies a Coward I never saw Lord of the Flies but apparently the guy, the guy got killed his name is Piggy um I like calling people cowards it's fun especially kids who get killed in books so uh thanks for listening enjoy it I'll see you next week <laughs>